You ever just been sitting on the couch, just chillaxing, watching the telly, and uh, commercial pops on, and there's this face you kind of recognize, but you're, you got to look on the, the IMDb, you got to Google reverse image search just to figure out their name. On this episode, we go into the cabal of modern U.S. celebrities as we dive <laughs> deep into the conspiracy theories of why they keep popping up in social media, modern media and media in between. Join me Mason along with Alex and Matt. And this is the three unprepared men discovering the cabal. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> When your dinosaur chicken nuggies are cooling down and you're playing Windjammers too. <laughs> literally me the other day, dude. Literally me. Literally me. That was literally me. That was this is me, RN. <laughs> RN. Boy, boys on that boys on that dotty moo shit uh playing games with no content in them but with the best <laughs> mechanics of all time <laughs> can't even build a functional tutorial but is the best game of all time <laughs> tutorial actually is so bad though it's this, just screaming the idea of a tutorial is literally just a slideshow <laughs> wait what, what are we talking about we talking about the, the wind, wind jammers the wind they jammers have a tutorial <laughs> yeah but it's literally it's, just a couple screens oh yeah <laughs> it's how to play it's it's yeah. uh it's, it's basically a couple of nfts it's like, <laughs> i think they were going for like that arcade panel thing where like you would look down and like right near the buttons there'd be like a an explanation of how to do stuff i feel like that's what they wanted to do but it's like why would you do that when you could just not do that and make yeah. a real tutorial yeah. <laughs> I want a training mm, mode, bro, because like I want to practice yeah. some like curves and shit. Like I really want to like lab. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is no. unfortunate, but yeah, they wanted that hardcore arcade thing. They were really, yeah, they really yeah. went for it. Not even like it's like one v ones only. No, I hate that there's no lobbies. Yeah, that's, they need lobbies. That's such an L. I kind of wish they would rebalance that arcade mode a little bit too, because easy <laughs> modes like bro. decent, like like it's like a decent little. Like kind of easy, but not bad. The mm-hmm. difficulty quadruples as soon as you get into normal mode. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucked up. No, yeah, that was like the original game. Is like arcade mode. You'd get destroyed. Yeah, get right. absolutely finessed. Now, like easy, easy is like you can just throw it into the corner and they'll never even move. And then normal is like they catch ninety percent of your tosses. <laughs> yeah, they like no, and they're like, yeah, you're not gonna be there. You're not gonna. Be, you can't make that. <laughs> and then hard is literally they like deflect everything. And they always like put it in like the pocket. They always like nail it right in the best spot yeah. possible. It's crazy, dude. I got a lab I AI, bro. I got a lab AI. All right, so that's the episode this week. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. So, so let let's uh, let let's talk bananas, boys. Bananas? Um, no, no, no. I I was just let's uh, 
let's let's get into <laughs> the meat and potatoes of oh, this. I see, um, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Of this episode, I uh, I have a new conspiracy theory I want to share with you guys. Right, I, I, right. So just just sort of I we're at we're on episode ninety seven. When we started, I think we might have said this on air. If not, we definitely said it off air that like we're going to limit swearing. We're going to be like kind of on the up and up today. I want to share a conspiracy theory to show how far we've come. Okay. Okay. Um, This is one I came up with myself. I'm really proud of it. Um, I, I don't actually believe this to be clear, but I think through telling you this conspiracy theory that I don't actually reality believe there will be a shred of truth that I think you guys will identify with. All right. To okay. set the, to set the stage. So I think there's a certain tier of famous person that kind of controls the world and our culture mm-hmm. in um, a cabal, if you will. Okay. okay. I'm, j- I'm just kidding. I, I don't actually mean cabal, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like, the uh, if there are reptilian overlords, mm-hmm, they are definitely mm-hmm. these people. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to list off names. And as soon as I give you this list of names, you're going to be like, I know exactly what Alex means. <laughs> OK. Steve Carell. <laughs> okay. John Legend okay. and Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Oh, Martha my. Stewart. Ed Sheeran. Barack and Michelle Obama. Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. That's the immediate list. Jimmy Kimmel, I definitely can. I think I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can. I, I mean, I, I definitely think Steve Carell could easily be some, some very, yeah, weird overlord. That, that makes sense. I don't know if I know who Chrissy Teigen is. Yeah. She's the, bet- she's the one who shows up in like, like all the cookbooks and like, uh, she's like, <laughs> she has like, she's one of those sassy social media people. Oh um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what I mean <laughs> in non conspiracy theory terms too. When I go back from the airport in the taxi and because mm-hmm. the taxis are trying to compete with Uber in the most ridiculous ways, there's a TV in the taxi and the okay. TV has like three minute interview clips with Steve Carell and black frame glasses. Uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving, you're at the family's house and like on like your cousin's um, HDTV that hasn't changed the settings so everyone looks like they have wax coating on them um, <laughs> and you're watching like whatever today's show Thanksgiving parade thing mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. are the celebrities who pop up mm-hmm. uh, right. Ryan Seacrest is another example oh, Ryan Seacrest he's sure. everywhere I mean he, he's he, definitely like I, I'm convinced the man's already in a cult like yeah right. he's he's a robot for <laughs> sure that dude's that dude's not real that dude's not real and then and then sometimes on like the the morning we'll have whatever today show like whatever daytime TV show that's on at nine or ten a.m. Mm-hmm. with like uh I I think his name's Al Roker and um yeah good whatever old Al Roker what whatever uh, ladies yeah, did you see the thing where he just stared at the camera for like three three minutes straight or some shit like he <laughs> stared at it bro. <laughs> like it was scary it was scary. <laughs> No, I I don't know. That guy's on some. <laughs> so He's built funny. different for sure. I think there are different tiers to the cabal of like <laughs> who's in charge. I think Barack Obama leads it, to be clear. Okay. Um, but Barack Steve Carell Obama. is like a is like a commander in the reptilian yeah. army. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but okay. But I, obviously I'm like, I'm being a little silly about this, but let me, after everything we've said, let me read the names again and, and just watch how they sit in your mouth. Steve Carell, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, Snoop Dogg, Martha Stewart, Ed Sheeran, Barack and Michelle Obama, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and we just added Ryan Seacrest to that list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Al, Al, Al Broker? Al Broker, Al Broker. whatever his name is. Just <laughs> added Al Broker to the list. That's his, that's his name in the cult, Al Broker. <laughs> I don't, I think there are some people who are um, tangentially in the cult, but aren't necessarily. Right. For example, Adam Sandler, I think he's like so long term in the in the reptilian cabal Mm -hmm. that he's now disillusioned by it. (laughs) He's just chilling. He's there for the ride now. He's just there for the ride. He doesn't even yeah, he's he's uh he's like he's taking the happy pill in a way. Like Mm. he's he's like not really like um what's the word? Uh he's not like maliciously in it at this point. He's just sort of, he's been absorbed by it in a way. Shaq is definitely a new initiate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ever since the, yeah. Dude, yeah, the the general commercials. Yo, he's he's Every commercial. Yeah. (laughs) Papa John's, he's like the new spokesperson of Papa John's, bruh. That's Papa John's. That's true. He's the Papa now. There's probably better explanations for why he's the new spokesman of Papa John's, but we'll go with that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. I I think what what this really is, is just um, whatever media companies and uh, analytics exist Mm -hmm. in the world, these are the people they keep spitting out at us over and over again. Yeah. So their image is polished to a sheen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially like the Ryan Seacrest, I think is a really good um, one because that man, I literally know nothing about him yet. Mm -hmm. I know his name. Like I can't even remember what shows he hosted. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just he's just like become like imprinted in my brain as like a person. He's, he's just a famous. face. He's like, a I, face. I literally don't know anything about him. I, he's just outrageously like popular for 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 some reason. Like most of the people that you mentioned, I could probably link to a work or something. This dude, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But I know he's like probably richer and more famous than all of them. he keeps it kind of low key for sure it's crazy right but it's like crap culture right you know what i'm talking about where just like you're just you're you you, um there's a new interview with carrie underwood you're gonna receive no information Mm -hmm. from from uh taking that in carrie underwood's another from this list Mm-hmm. This is a banter, by the way. I think it's really funny. I didn't tell you guys that going in. <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be this whole episode of conspiracy theories, which I I would have rolled with for sure. I would. I mean, we. Su- sure. I, I we'll see. We'll see what this ultimately <laughs> mm-hmm. ends up mm-hmm. with. This is just one I wanted to bring today to to the podcast. And and what's what's ironic is I actually don't think the Clintons are part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually of don't. all the people you don't think are in this cabal, the Clintons is a very surprising one. He's going very media. He's going very media focused. Yeah, that's no, a I mean, separate cabal. Yeah, <laughs> it's just another. There's just a lot of them. There's a, a lot, lot, of, a lot of balls. It starts around. to make you. It's really what they're really like. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with cabals? The deal with cabals? <laughs> I mean, seriously. 
No, but like the, the I feel like I get what you're saying though. Like, yeah, there's sort of like almost they're sort of like at the point of being so famous that you don't need to know why they're famous anymore. Yeah. Um, or like you don't need to know where they came from or I feel like it's almost like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a way mm-hmm. where like people don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore for what he was popular for. Like people like at first it was like bodybuilding and then it was like the movies and then he became a politician and there's like there's like a point now where it's like when you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't I don't really think of like movies anymore. I don't yeah. really think of him as like a bodybuilder anymore. I think of him as like just this guy who's just like he's he's famous. You know what I mean? He's just like a famous an entity. Guy. Yeah, like he's a, just like an the entity. German accent. <laughs> and the same thing with John Legend in a way, where like John Legend, yeah. like people know who he is, but some people have no probably have no idea like what he actually does. So in a way. I see what you're saying. Uh, like, uh, for example, um, like, is The Rock a person or is he an idea? That's a real question. <laughs> yeah, that's a real question. <laughs> is Tom Hanks a human being with a with a first person consciousness, or is is he just a shared experience we have? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's I I got a a, a thought where it's like because there there is a. a transitional period between like like you know normal media well not normal but there was like tv and like radio where like that was like the only consumption right and like social media is like relatively like like blown up i mean especially obviously with covid and whatnot but like you know before like netflix remember when they were just sending like dvds out you know what i'm saying like it wasn't really like an online streaming service yeah yeah um you know, God, I feel dude. like uh, these these celebrities were kind of like the stars back then. And then so like, um, you know, our generation or the generation that kind of grew up like watching them sort of just like, you know, like automatically like gravitate towards like, oh, the rocks in um, what was that movie? Kalamazoo with the one in the jungle. What the hell was that movie? Jumanji? I don't even know, but I was like, I might go see it because the rocks in it. I don't know what the <laughs> What the fuck is that? I think it was Kalamazoo. It's in the jungle, and I think Kevin Hart's in it or something. And Kevin Hart, what? Kevin Hart, add him on the list. Uh, too. Journey to the Lost. Oh yeah, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Yeah, absolutely. And and I I also added Tom Hanks, Brad Pitt, Will Smith, and The Rock. Oh yeah, Will Smith's another. The one. The Rock is. I feel like The Rock is almost near the top of this cabal in a way. He's. Yeah, but he's he's got like the 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 drive and the power. You know what I'm saying? So like people people don't suss him, but he's he's kind of he's kind of looking like an Among Us character. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He's, he's looking he's a little sussy. sussy right now. Mason, I still cannot get over Kalamazoo. Were you referring to Jumanji? <laughs> yes, I was. 100. percent That's the movie. <laughs> but the aren't movie. there like other Kevin Hart The Rock movies also? <laughs> There's a lot. There's surprisingly a lot there's a, like hold on let journey me just look to the up. center of the world or whatever you ever see the meme where it's like hold on like, like john cena john cena's john up there C- i feel like john cena still never left behind the wrestling he's trying he's got yeah. the uh he's got the new uh china stuff going on yeah and then got that big chilling energy he's got the big yeah. chilling going on and he's also got the uh the new hbo show that he's in which i'm peacemaker incredibly confused by um, well, it's, did i'm guessing you didn't see it but he was 
like the best character in the new Suicide Squad James Gunn movie. And this uh, is a spinoff of that movie that came out last year. It was actually like it. really good for a comic book movie, but it's also like it's one of those. Right. right. <laughs> it's one of those. One of them. One of them. You want it? One of them. <laughs> okay. Can I uh I need to I need to I'm on an IMDB list right now. Um Barath Wiki created in 2013, a hundred most popular celebrities in the world. Yeah. And I want I want to uh read the top uh few to you. So okay. all right. This isn't 2013. This is one guy's uh, or or girl's opinion. I I don't recognize the name, um, but uh, Johnny Depp, Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, Jim Carrey, oh, Emma Watson, yeah. Robert Downey Jr., Daniel Radcliffe. The name these names aren't the interesting part. Number <laughs> seven, Chris Evans. Number eight, Leonardo DiCaprio. Number nine, Tom Cruise. Number ten, Brad Pitt. Number eleven. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> so it's all the these modern people <laughs> and just Charlie Chaplin in yeah. the middle. What is that? They they wanted to be cultured. They were like, yeah, I've gotta yeah. I've gotta be cultured. We gotta we gotta we gotta pay our tribute to the classics. Yeah, but he didn't make the top ten. He just they're like, put him at eleven. Like that'll that'll keep the people happy. Maybe this list is part of the conspiracy. This is part of the the cabal, bro. <laughs> it, it's kind of like how like the top comedians of all time are going to list George Carlin, even though like no one like most people under 30 today aren't going to have any frame of reference for George Carlin or think anything George Carlin said would be funny if they were hearing it for the first time. Just because like comedy evolves so much like right, it's, it's, right. it's a similar type deal. You know, you know, what's so interesting is because there are so many commercials on like streaming and stuff now and so many startups and little tech companies, um, you're starting to see celebrities who you haven't thought about in years and years and yeah. years coming back into random commercials like Jennifer Lopez oh was some like fitness thing commercial, I believe, or supplement or something but it, it was like some she was exercising and, that, and i was like yeah. who has thought about jennifer lopez in the last several years bro but what's happening is all these like small but like coming up companies are are integrating that tier of celebrity which mm -hmm. is so interesting mm -hmm. i feel like the reason why it's weird is because it makes us realize how like how like they're just a person Whereas like when they're constantly in spotlight and constantly in television and on movies and all this other shit, you get that like, you know, you get that feeling of like this person is like larger than life. Mm -hmm. But then when they just sort of pop up, you're just sort of like, oh, yeah, it's just like a they're just like a, you know, they, they probably just like took a job because they needed some money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're just dropping by. <laughs> and when you realize that, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> in a way, that's like really weird for us, for our brains to be like. I feel like that's maybe why Ryan Seacrest is so strange to me. Yeah. Because he is so outrageously famous and yet it never feels like he does anything that a famous person does, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
He just like hosts. Yeah. That's like his job. He's like yeah. the host guy. He just hosts things. And like and like never like I never see him anywhere else. It's like he just shows up to work and then goes home. Like that's not what it's like it's not what you're supposed to do. And that I feel like maybe that lends to the conspiracy here, Alex. That mm. he's gotta be doing something else in that time, you know? Just uh it's a lot of people who continuously pop up in culture, not in a good way and not in a mm-hmm. bad way, just in like a sort of vanilla ice cream and not even vanilla bean ice cream kind of way. Right. Just right. like uh if you look at like a TV with a looping like interview, you're gonna see one of these people. Mm-hmm. Just just uh undoubtedly. Right. I, I wanna I wanna throw another celebrity. I guess this is a celebrity episode. <laughs> just alex flexing his celebrity knowledge at this point yeah i i have like five tabs open dedicated to this oh my god um, <laughs> he's deep he's deep so do you guys know who dax shepherd is dax 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 shepherd uh you're gonna Madden. recognize him in every he was in like every comedy in the 2000s dax shepherd Oh, I'm looking oh, at him. I don't yeah. recognize him. Though. He's he's like he's a that guy. Like like he he showed up in a lot of like uh screwball type uh comedies in the in the mid 2000s. Yeah, in fact, if you go to Wikipedia, real quick, yeah, I like when in Rome. But he's married to Kristen Bell, and he's one of these guys who was like a that guy in the 2000s, mid to late 2000s. I know him now. Yeah, after like yeah, okay. Okay. He does yep. he does a celebrity interview podcast called uh Armchair Expert, which is actually really good. I I've I've listened to it a bunch. He he talks to celebrities, there's some candid conversations. The he did one with Drew Carey and, and like Dog the Bounty Hunter. That was mm-hmm. really good. Anyways, he's completely reinvented himself as a much larger tier celebrity nowadays than mm-hmm. he was because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. The podcast got sold to Spotify. Uh, now he's doing it at that scale. Now I'm seeing him in commercials. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's there are new initiates to this cabal over time. <laughs> you know, I just thought of a I just thought of a person who I think fits this bill, which is um, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. I feel like Elijah Wood fits. But I like Elijah here. Wood though. Oh, I, I feel like, like Elijah he's like, Wood too. But like he's, Elijah he's the Wood, good I feel guy. like yeah but i feel like he fits this mold of he like does, a person who like i don't know if he pops up a lot in interviews but like he's very much an underground famous person who occasionally appears and then just vanishes again i don't remember the last thing he was in Hot. Um, i know he was he he had like a lot of interviews recently because i think he was promoting um i think he's directing now i think he's oh, actually yeah so um i know he did like hot ones and this was this was probably like like half yeah, a year ago he did do this was a little ones. bit ago but um yeah he was he was popping up for for that and then i went on the uh the elijah wood you know um rabbit hole if you will no pun intended but um <laughs> yeah he's I like, you I should like have elijah said hobbit hole hobbit hole yeah i tried to keep it i tried to keep the puns a little out of there but but oh, well you man. you react you acted as if you had just said a pun yeah, but yeah. you didn't <laughs> it's close it's close also apparently he did a role in psychonauts which i did not know well was it the new one or the old the one because second one the second one 
because so uh that game's so good the sequel um jack black Lindy. have you played the first one? Oh yeah i played that game so many times when i was younger that Dude, was like play, my favorite game ever yeah i know I, I i gotta get to it i i completely forgot to buy it and then popped up on my steam the other day Ugh. uh so good but t- tim schaefer works with a bunch of like specific actors like uh jack black has like the best character in sequence in psychonauts 2 mm-hmm. um kind of kind of a surprise thing but Eli- elijah wood sort of pops up i want to go back to this list that listed charlie chaplin because i went <laughs> deeper into the list okay and, what do you and, got? and the, the 60s get weirdly problematic <laughs> <laughs> but are also extremely random because it should be the top it says the 100 most popular celebrities according to this person so we got 60 megan fox whatever uh, uh future wife of machine gun kelly <laughs> 2013 oh so this is this is a bit ago this is yeah. before yeah, this is all ago. of it okay steve carell's number 58 by the way but anyways 60 megan fox 61 james franco oh, 62 no mel gibson oh boy oh man oh man 63 under mel gibson vin diesel <laughs> number 64 vin diesel there's another one <laughs> just under vin diesel tim allen oh. just under tim allen robin williams Oh, <laughs> yikes! Then number sixty-six, uh, Mark of the Devil, Kevin Spacey. Oh, oh man, Kevin yo, this Spacey. this list is getting suspect at sixty. It's getting spicy. Sixty-seven, Jason Biggs of of America, and sixty-eight, Sean William Scott. We clearly have an American Pie fan here. <laughs> um, below two people who are basically only known for american pie jean-claude van damme zach galifianakis owen wilson Kristen bale peter jackson because apparently a director's in there sandra bullock <laughs> then bruce lee <laughs> bruh what where did that then, name come from this is the most arbitrary list ever constructed <laughs> like i mean i'm gonna be honest if you're going to do like, like Robin Williams, he was going to be on the list. He should have been way higher up. He should have yeah. been like, and what if it's circa 20. 13? Should... <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin below that at 77. <laughs> at 78, one didn't quite get to Macaulay Culkin status. Jack Nicholson <laughs> Damn. didn't quite get to that status. Bill Murray, then Sigourney Weaver. It just goes right into legends in the 80s and 70s. <laughs> Literal, like, prolific fucking. Jack Nicholson might be, like, in more movies than, I mean, how many movies is that guy in? Holy shit. Uh, Jet Li is 83, which is the most <laughs> random one. <laughs> Jet Li. Um, Channing Tatum, 88, 89. Ben Affleck, uh, famous Dunkin' Donuts man. Um, and then we have an Indian actor at 90. Okay. Shah Rukh Khan, which I mean, the username seemed Indian. It's just weird that there's just one Indian actor. Yeah, at 90. So far at this at 90 91 jennifer aniston goes right back to what this person was doing emma stone chris hemsworth james mcavoy james cameron uh yeah so so really great list on uh, this that list is so funny. <laughs> he was at 80 and he was like damn i forgot about the legends and then he was like all right i'm just gonna toss him in like he literally like this list is that's something else that's something else that's so hilarious. i'm not an incognito 
but I typed in famous celebrities. This was the third link. <laughs> uh, so Cabal's the, the topic of this week's episode. I just think Cabal's a, a fun word. Cabal is a great word. Yeah. It's a shame it's used in like these uh, sort of actual conspiracy theory situations and not joke conspiracy theory mm-hmm. situations. But it's uh, it means a secret political clicker faction. It's just like such a it's like it's just a very like menacing sounding word. So like if someone doesn't know like wow. what you're talking about, it's like very scary to hear the word cabal be like, there's got to be something going on. Mm, they yeah. just said the word cabal. it's actually very funny i just watched um the behind the curve documentary on netflix which was just a documentary about flat earth uh it's yeah it's it's related to um flat earth society and it was really it was very fun it was very good and and despite the fact that it does sort of like mock a little bit it was very it was very genuine, a uh, very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like earnest, like journalistic. Yeah, it was very. They gave a lot of like they gave a lot of airtime to the the flat earthers. I'd argue they gave less airtime to like the scientists who were on the show than to the flat earthers. Um, so it was like they were, even though it was a little tongue in cheek at times, and they were very, you know, there was obviously like a sense of doubt being cast on them they were very like um, they very much gave them time and let them explain their idea and their, um, you know, and their theory and everything. And they even showed like, as like they showed more characters from that, like they showed pretty much every large like YouTuber or person who talks about flat earth. They pretty much gave them time on the, on the, the, the series. So it was like pretty thorough. Um, Yeah, it was very, it was very fun. It's a very very good documentary. I would recommend it. Nice. I I, <laughs> I always I I love those kind of documentaries. But I I think after Tiger King, I've mm. started to question documentaries more and more, and the way they're filmed, and mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff associated with that. Especially if it's something on Netflix, where it's, I mean, and even in the best journalism, there's a perspective where a yeah. story is told it, like the unbiased doesn't exist everyone brings their own perspective it's just exactly. you got to trust good ethics and good intentions and read a variety of sources blah 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 right but a lot of documentaries now it's like there's some selective knowledge or they're painting people who seem to be very bad people mm-hmm. uh, which i haven't seen this documentary you're talking about so i don't know as like folk heroes or mm-hmm. um you're trying to cover a topic everyone wants to see the crazies so you end right. up uh dedicating all the time to the conspiracy theorists right right uh, it, so it's just it's kind of weird sometimes but i i think now it's just sometimes i'll just go into stuff with uh this is going to be entertaining which is right which is probably I mean, this documentary too to some extent right and i and there's actually a really good video i watched um from this guy who directed some really famous documentaries or helped film i mean sorry some of these famous documentaries like there's one about banksy and there was another one um i forget what it was about right now but there was these two very famous documentaries that came out in like the 90s and he was like one of the cameramen on it and um he was talking about how like he's making documentaries now and like you can't make documentaries like how you used to or you just like rent mm-hmm. a bunch of camera gear 
you get a bunch of dudes, you all get into a fucking car together and you just like film and you just shoot like whatever you can get. You just take and you, and then you, you sort of stitch it all together. Um, now when you make a documentary, like you have to have a beginning, a middle and an end planned out before you even film, because it's like that there is not that room for like, there's not that you don't have like a, the same production value nowadays, like that you need like very specific things people are looking for in documentaries and you need like to capture, like it needs to be captured in a way that feels almost scripted, even though it's not um, because like people expect documentaries to feel more like movies now than as yeah. like exploration of a topic. So nowadays to film successful documentaries and get them on platforms like netflix you kind of have to be looking for certain things and certain shots and certain lines like you have to like literally be prying for certain uh content or else it it just like won't be up to the standard so it's like it is kind of like an unfortunate uh side effect of like the new industry and like the new way that people consume media and the new expectations that like Mm -hmm. you have to almost make documentaries into movies because there's not that same feeling of like, I want to just like, I just want to see like what you found. Now it's like, I want something. I want to like have a story, you know, beginning to end. So it's like a, it's weird. It's very weird, but like, I get what you're saying, but like the ones that really feel true and like very much freeform are like animal ones, like where they just like show you a cool animal. Like those are like (laughs) the documentaries that feel the most like, um, like they're being filmed without, without a specific goal but just to like teach you something or show you something, those documentaries always feel like pretty real. But yeah, I mean, definitely even with a flat earth one, you could tell like there's, there is like a little bit of like, um, like, come on, like, you know, flat earth, right. Am I right? You know, it's like (laughs) sort of that, which like, I mean, I don't blame them, but like at the same time, it's like, it, it, it it was, uh, it, it was obvious. It was very obvious. So. Right. 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 Yeah. Was, Mason, uh, we need a take from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I haven't I was heard from Mason with, all day. Yeah, with with um, documentaries, I agree that there's there's a hundred percent more of like a a dramatic formula, you know, where it's it's like it's more like like Matt was saying, like a story. But I want to give a a, a special shout out to the the Channel Five Andrew Callahan. Ugh. That's real. That that dude that dude's in the thick of it, like yes. everywhere. Dude, and, Channel um, Five. Yeah, and and he's equally stupid to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't he doesn't like hold. I guess he holds. I don't know what he does. He just he just literally points a mic at someone and is like, "What well, what you think?" And then they just like they just say some dumb stuff, yeah. you know. And it's like, but he just that's what he does, you know. And um, right. That that's that's kind of like it's. I wouldn't say it's more of like a news journalistic, um, kind of kind of uh media. But uh, that's kind of also on like document because he's basically like documenting um, U.S. like crazy like lifestyles, you know, so it's it's um, um, that if, if you want that kind of formula, I, I'd go mm-hmm. watch that. But Dude, yeah, absolutely. As far as documentaries go, I haven't seen. Oh, you know what? I actually watched. Um, well, I guess it's because is true crime considered documentaries? Cause those are kind of documentaries, right? Yeah, I, w- I would call them sure. documentaries. Those, true those crime kinda... is like, is a, is a form of journalism. Uh, like, especially when it's done like ethically and above board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so the last one I think I watched, I watched Night Stalker. That gave me, I couldn't sleep for maybe that week. Well, Damn. you know, my, my sleep schedule got thrown off. That's all right. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think I, that that's it's it's a shame where it's like like you can't even really trust, uh, you know, like the, those like like the whole Tiger King thing, you know, where it's like they, like like Alex was saying too, they force it out of you, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's uh, um, I just want to learn, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to get educated. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's, that's why, why I, I do like the animals. YouTube ones, dude. That's why yeah. I watch YouTube ones. Yeah. Yeah, I put those on at like work and I just like because usually it's just like some dude like talking for like two like li- dude, those dudes make like two hour like films, bruh, about like YouTube drama about like, you know what I'm saying? Like like Pokemon getting sued by Ninja, and then it's like two hour video. <laughs> and you're just like, what is th- like this happened yesterday? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. <laughs> like I, I always point to that Jobry guy. He does like incredible long form videos that are super outrageously well researched. Um that those are those are some of the best videos just when you want to like learn about like a particular mm-hmm. person on the internet. Um, he like has videos on, on basically anyone who has fallen from grace. He has a video on them. Link me, bro. <laughs> I I'm very yeah. interested. It's, it's <laughs> very, interested. very, very good videos. I I think I've sent one before. I think I sent the one about the, uh, the King of Instagram or whatever, but, um, but he does stick to like good ethic, like good reporting. Like, he never, he doesn't twist stuff or, 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 or turn it into something that it's not, but he, but he commentates in sort of like his own perspective which is i think the right way to do it right uh everyone has a leaning everyone has a perspective everyone has an opinion um even journalists vote for presidents right mm-hmm. right, um, right but it, it's kind of i think there's an ethical way to do it and a non-ethical way to do it the ethical mm-hmm. way is uh if you are doing an editorial piece um and even though it it is i'm sure fact book focused or even if it's not making your opinion known or at least easy to interpret um based on the way you're saying things etc etc no misleading graphs um Mm -hmm. no no like lying (laughs) right it's just it's good intentions go a a very long way and and if you do make a mistake which is sure to happen if you're doing enough two-hour youtube videos owning up to it making Mm -hmm. corrections making updates um being being a uh an ethical person the being idea of the video boy. being good boy <laughs> <laughs> i I'll, I'll i'll recommend uh two uh documentaries the first is um folding ideas a great 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 youtube channel that's a a, guy, a man who is way smarter than me uh doing some some uh videos the one that i i really fell in love with was the nostalgia critic in the wall where he went over he went into the nostalgia critics like not good uh musical review of the pink floyd wall movie and Uh using parodies of songs and he was sort of ripping apart uh a person who uh was uh a part of many of our teenagerdoms um, and then the other one is one he put up three days ago, which is a two hour and 18 minute video about the problem with NFTs. Yeah, yeah. And he goes through um, the uh, the whole history of crypto and blockchain wow. and hype and NFTs 
I'm only about halfway done, but it's like it starts with talking about how the 2008 crash facilitated a lot of what came after and mm-hmm. then going into how like some of the technology works. But even if the technology stuff's boring, you keep going. He talks about like the apes and the and the pictures and the JPEGs and the people <laughs> promising video games that are never going to happen. And uh, it's a it's a really brilliant time so far. Mm-hmm. The second one is I was on a crunchy roll. And um, I was uh, I was looking for a new anime, and I did find a new anime. And this new anime is called The Ranking of Kings, and it's not a documentary. It's just a thing I've been enjoying. <laughs> Sponsored by Crunchyroll. Transition. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> this video is sponsored by Crunchyroll. Have you ever wanted to watch the greatest quality anime at 1080p resolution on your computer or on your cell phone? And if you're and if <laughs> and you use a VPN <laughs> first, go on NordVPN and switch your region to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I <laughs> I was being a little silly, but uh, Pokemon comes out Friday, Ooh. and I was looking for something like consumable to watch. And I was browsing the Crunchyroll, and there's this new one, which has been uh, one of the talks of the towns called Ranking of Kings. Yeah. And it's about uh, it's about a very good boy. It's about uh, a little prince named Boji, who is deaf and mute. And there's a lot of good uh, sign language in there. Um, And he's naive. But uh, there's this contest called the Rankings of Kings, where all the kings in the world are ranked to find who's the best king. Mm -hmm. Uh, and this kid Boji is in line to be next in the throne, but he's not strong. He has no physical strength whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's naive and he's not really a leader and his younger brother looks older than him. And (laughs) even though he's, uh, when the King dies, he's given the throne, but after he's given the throne, they just give it to the younger brother anyways, because they're like, this kid can't lead. So this kid's like, I'm going to go on a journey. And it's just this very good boy going on a journey to become strong and uh, become the best leader he can. And uh, it's it's like it's kind of a shonen, but it's kind of a subversion of shonen stuff, too. And it's like and it's very character driven, unlike mm-hmm. a lot of anime. Uh, and it's only 14 episodes so far. So mm. it's a. Uh, you re- I, i've been burning get through the episodes i'm through like nine of them <laughs> get on it yeah. now before it becomes the next naruto no <laughs> <laughs> then it sucks <laughs> then you can be one of the people who says they watched every episode i was here since the beginning like my hero bro that that one blew up for <laughs> yeah, sure, for yeah, sure. I, I, I gotta give an anime recommendation while we're giving anime recommendations then um you have to watch it on funimation and you might have to have i i, I finally I finally broke and canceled my VRV subscription because they got rid of high dive and mm-hmm. um, just went back to a Crunchyroll subscription and then got a Funimation subscription because together they're like $2 more than the VRV subscription was. Wow. So, wow. Um, so I was like, all right, Funimation's the best. And then Crunchyroll's probably like the second best. Um, so I was like, I'm going to go with that. Um, and I finally got to start watching this show that I watched, started watching in college um my junior year called tatami galaxy which is probably one of the most fun shows that i've ever watched um big recommend it's basically about a guy who um he basically uh he, he's like a he's like in this sort of uh this this rut in his life where like he can't 
uh, he's trying to like find a girl to like, uh, you know, to, to date and like be in love with, but he can't like, uh, you know, he just can't ever get it right. And basically he, um, he goes through this sort of like mystical, uh, he, he's I'm trying to say this without, without, um, uh, spoiling. without spoiling anything. Basically he is, he gets involved in a sort of, um, supernatural series of events and um and and it's just like this wild it's it's a lot like monogatari it's super character driven it's all about like it's all about like the characters and how they interact with each other um it's it's sort of like not it's a lot of nonsense it's very wild and wacky and it's very animated um it's it's a really it's a really really good show i would highly recommend it it's also technically a romance <laughs> but let me see if i can find a better um let me see if they let's see if they have a better I'm, description of it i'm on funimation right now i'm looking at it 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 doesn't look the same as ping pong the animation but it almost reminds me of yeah. ping pong the animation where like it just it looks very like non-traditional and i guess in this case smoky is how i would describe <laughs> the animation yeah style. yeah yeah no the forms are very like um you don't know where they begin and they end <laughs> yeah no it's it's i i would really recommend it because it's just something very different and uh mason's been watching the first five episodes Ayo. of the new megalobox on repeat on repeat you better <laughs> believe it bro i was thinking that's on funimation right i gotta get it uh, yeah, yeah that's on funimation you need gotta, to finish yeah. the last like three episodes right i'm close man i'm close i might have to just buy a month or something i think once mm-hmm. i move i'll i'll crack down on it i've been i've been busting over here bro <laughs> yeah, the boxes in this room bust. right now is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. right you're moving holy yeah crap. next weekend dude yeah yo yeah, get that just, get that i'm getting a lot a lot of prep work a lot of prep work a lot of boxes a lot of boxes mm. that's that's gonna be the next uh podcast recording spot yeah right? yeah we've done we've done literally everyone's apartment but mine right now Honestly, I, I could see it. It's it's gonna be a nice one. Near it's near. Um, well, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna dox myself. Move. I'm not <laughs> doxing. That's our that's our episode this week. Ninety seven <laughs> celebrities. That's celebrity what we'll edition. call this. The celebrity cabal. <laughs> celebrity cabal plus anime. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. We we got a uh, we got three left after this. Well two left before a hundred and I, I think i think we decided a hundred's got to be in person even though we've been doing that discord shuffle uh but i think with uh omicron uh we gotta <laughs> we gotta wait until the positive rate gets to like six to eight percent i think all right that's three unprepared men bye, bye.